Hello and welcome to another episode of the History of Fun, where we explore the hidden backstories behind the things you love to do. I am Russ Frustic, and I am joined by Chris Plant and Allegra Frank. And uh, Allegra, you are uh, a today's expert. Uh, we are going to be exploring something new and different. Um, what have you brought for us? Yeah, this is a hot, hot new little sport. Uh, it's called dodgeball. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of it. Of course, I've heard of it. I played it. Yes. I'm very nimble. Seen the movie. Vince Vaughn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vince Vaughn. Uh, so I would like to say, I'm going to preface this. Um, I was very bad. No, I was very good at dodgeball because I was very good mm. at hiding. Yeah, that was my skill as well. I'm very yes. nimble. Yes. I think we probably had similar childhoods. We're very gangly, yes. awkward children. Yeah, I not imagine. much with the brute strength, but yes. uh, from a, a sprightly standpoint. I'm sorry. Where do you hide? It's an open field. You hide behind other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Yes. We'll and you, get into And you this. play defense and strategy and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Chris Pine, I feel like that would be your uh, milieu as well. Yeah. Nah, I was tough. It was nails. <laughs> really? You went front line? Vanguard of No, I, 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 I didn't hide. I just stood as far back as possible because my logic was that, like, the ball would get slower the further it had to travel. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's called physics. <laughs> well, the thing about hiding, like what Russ and I would do, is that you often end up being the last person sure. on your team, which means everyone's pelting you. So I spent much of my childhood just constantly being pelted by, like, seven balls at once. Yeah. So I feel like... Now I understand the game, and I am vindicated by my knowledge. Uh, so becoming an expert is me taking ownership of dodgeball. Okay, I didn't realize that target. you had the research to know that like you would be last if you didn't throw the ball and you just hid behind people, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so dodgeball did not start in America, even though it's such an American staple, I think. It actually has its origins Far, far away. And it's it's been around for a very long time. So 600 years ago. What? Allegedly. How, I'm, I'm shocked mm. that they had things that soft enough 600 years ago oh, that well, you could that, throw. That's the thing. Oh, that no. is the thing. Is this just stoning? Are we talking about stoning people? <laughs> so appara- allegedly 600 years ago. This is a bit disputed, but okay. 600 years ago in certain Eastern African countries, sure. people played what is the considered the first iteration of dodgeball. And yes, they did not have things soft enough to be throwing at each other, but that didn't matter because that wasn't the point. It wasn't for fun. It was a serious thing. It was for training. Oh, for training. For sure. battles. Weapons and Which stuff, I feel yeah. like is actually what the purpose of dodgeball still is, personally, the yeah, battle okay. training. But it was originally like a serious <laughs> exercise. This is how they would get ready for fights. Um, so instead of balls, they would throw rocks at yeah. each other. Heavy rocks. Mm. Very heavy rocks. I, so I, yeah, I don't think. I mean, if it's a, how big were these rocks? Do you know? Uh, like not boulder size. <laughs> but I, mean, like, I would imagine. Did they have they ogres were throwing boulders at each other? But enough to potentially. <laughs> <Smiley coyote>. <laughs> <laughs> like the rocks were big enough to potentially kill your opponent. Wow. Mm-hmm. Very risky. Were they armored? Your question. They did they call it? Was it called dodge rock? Dodge rock. <laughs> rock ball uh it was just called training it was training, just called sure. tuesday is yeah. what it was called it was called tuesday uh so the point of this version the original version of dodgeball was to finish off your competitor which has been defined in different ways in my research so sometimes that just means hurting the other side but sometimes that actually means literally killing them like okay. pelting rocks at each other until your opponents are dead and it, it, is this in like a gladiatorial style arena or it was just like just wherever? outside yeah just, for funsies you know yeah, yeah. 
600 years ago. Sure. You know. <laughs> Found ways to occupy yourself. <laughs> Outside on a Tuesday. Yes, exactly. It was Tuesday. So that started 600 years ago, but it didn't start to move into other places or to sort of start to take on the form that we recognize until the 1830s. It's also, this is also disputed um, between two different men who brought it out of Eastern Africa Typical. to different countries. It's it's always disputed. It's always men. So there are two people. There's Augustus Hagerson, okay. who is from Guam hmm. uh, somehow, which is cool. Uh, and in 1832, he was hanging around, bumming around Africa, as you do, just literally chilling. And he yeah, happened. Well, can I just say, he got around because Africa and Guam are about as far from each other as you can get. Yeah, they're not close. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think he's probably German if his name's Augustus. So sure. this boy just travels. Uh, and he was just chilling out and he sees people throwing rocks at each other to potentially kill each other. And he's like, that looks like fun. I'm going to bring that to Guam. Okay. So next stop on the trip, he's like, found this really cool thing in Guam or in uh, Africa. People are throwing rocks at each other. Sometimes they die. It's great. And that is one potential uh, source of bringing it out of its original you know what? country. Let me, let me just go back for a second. In hindsight, mm-hmm. like 600 years ago, they probably had like tomatoes, <laughs> right? Like or cabbages. Like small animals. Or, well, that seems. I don't know if I would prefer small animals. Yeah. If the choice is, do I throw rats at people to play dodgeball and the rats die? Or. Do I stone my friends to death? It's kind of like Saw. You know, you have to like make a, make a choice. That's terrifying. And you choose rats. No, I don't want to go on the record choosing anything. Okay. <laughs> Please. That's a good, I think that's a good answer. Uh, yeah, they probably had softer things. Mm. But rocks. There's rats. a lot of rocks. Yeah, you don't want to waste your tomatoes. That's fair. Yeah. Fair point. Um, so Augustus was like, okay, I love this killer dodge rock game. Mm. Um, but the most commonly credited like purveyor of dodgeball to the people is a professor named Dr. James Carlyle. Uh, he's a Brit. And in the 1880s, he also stopped by Africa. I think it was Rwanda. And he saw people throwing rocks. And again, was like, that's a great idea. Me, an academic, I think that looks like a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, so he went back to England and he was teaching at St. Mary's College. And he said, hello, my students. I have a very fun after class activity for you. We are going to throw things at each other. So here's the thing. Uh, he thought, okay, this looks fun. But it does look a little dangerous. Sure. People are paying a lot of money to go to the school. I don't want to kill all my students. I need to be employed. I mean, it's like Hogwarts. Very dangerous. Yes. It's risky, but it's good training. Exactly. That's sure. true. You <laughs> accept that when you go to St. Mary's College to study like divinity or whatever, you accept that you may be pelted by rocks. Right. Reasonable. Yes. Um, so he was like, okay, we're going to change one thing up. We're going to change the rock to a leather ball. Okay. Filled with oh. rocks. <laughs> It's just a leather ball filled with rocks. No, yes. a leather ball, which firstly still sounds painful to me. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but a little better. Probably don't die. Um, and he also changed another important thing. So at this point in Rwanda and other countries, the point of the game was still to finish off your opponent, mm-hmm. which maybe means incapacitating, incapacitating them, whatever. But Carlisle was like, again, I need to be employed. I need to not kill all my students. So instead, if you get hit one time, you're out. Sure. You're out of the game. Yeah. Crucial change. Both of these are crucial changes. 
Um, so another thing that was different, that is different now, but was common then, is they just kind of played it out in the open. So after class, they would just leave, go into like the big courtyard. Everyone would be in the courtyard, huge courtyard, and just start throwing balls at each other. Oh, no structure. No real just structure. Like, you could be anywhere you wanted. Yeah. Okay. No sides. Everyone's just hanging out on the grass. Suddenly someone's like, it's time. Everyone starts throwing balls it's at like each other. It's like tag, essentially, at that point. Yes, like the biggest, scariest game of tag. <laughs> <laughs> but that that soon changed because, so right now it's it's really in three places. It's in Guam. Yeah. It's in England. Yeah. And it's in like Eastern Africa. Sure. But how does it get to America? You may be wondering. I guess Guam Guam wasn't part of America at that point. No. So. Guam was not. Guam is no longer in the story. Oh, wait. What if one of the divinity students, right? They're, they're like praying and they're like, God, thank you for this wonderful, wonderful day. And then God's like, oh, dang, that's a good idea. That's a great idea. I'm going to give somebody divine inspiration back in the States. And then another divinity student at like Colgate is like, hey, God, what's up? And God's like, and he's like, what? Dodgeball? Yeah, sure. Got it. And then dodgeball in America, baby. Next step, Vince Vaughn. (laughs) (laughs) I like that Colgate is where it was born in your story in the 1880s. A bard, upstate New York, a I, bard. That's I think a good one. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess <laughs> off of Chris Pine's pretty likely scenario, but I'm gonna guess someone wrote a letter. Someone wrote a letter saying, "Dear cousin," and explained all the dodgeball rules. Great game. Uh it's it's a little closer to plant story. Whoa, I would say, but it's, I you're both wrong. It. You're both <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sadly, no divine inspiration, no letter writing. Um, a man named Philip Ferguson just happened to be hanging out at St. Mary's College, just strolling along, uh, and he went into the courtyard one day and sees all the students throwing leather balls at each other after class. How old is this guy? He's kind of young, but like old okay, enough good. to know better. You would think. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I was going to say, is he a lech? <laughs> like just like roaming through the crowd looking at the kids? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's not It's not immediately clear why he was there. I think he knew Dr. Okay. Carlisle, but that could be an excuse. Um, so he was just watching the kids throw balls at each other, as one does. And he's like, that looks like fun. You know what? I want to bring that home with me. So he goes back home to America, good old U.S. Uh, this was in the late 1800s. Like, we're veering into the 20th century now, so early 1900s. Um, and he brings it home with him, and he makes yet another change. So remember, we have leather ball, yeah. completely open field. So when Philip Ferguson goes home, he's like, okay, you know what? It's a little unruly for us good Americans here. We like structure. We like order. We love lines and dividing two people, we two love groups of people. division. So Ferg the nerd. <laughs> Ferg always has to ruin things. So good old Fergie made opposite sides of a field sure. two teams. And he decided, this is law. Finally, someone was saying, these are the rules. We're going to follow these rules for everyone. Right. Before now, it was like, there weren't enough people playing it, whatever. England's chill. People are getting relaxed. killed. <laughs> people are getting killed. No one can argue because the people who do just die. But Philip was like, all right, all right. These are the rules of this lovely game we now know as dodgeball. So 
we now have the rules. Now, before I go into the different variations, I would like to know, how did you guys play dodgeball? Because there are many different variations. I thought there's just like the one way to play. How, how did you okay, play? Okay, I played, uh, so there'd be two teams of, let's say, like, whatever, eight on eight. Mm-hmm. And if you got hit by a ball, you had to stand uh, in a line on the side of the court. And, but if you caught the ball, you could uh, release someone from that line and they could be back in the game. Oh, that's how we played it. That's how I played it. But Plan, how did you play it? We had it that if you caught the ball, then the person who was throwing at you was out. I think which led to yeah. the greatest moment because there would always be me or another scared kid who had at least one time in their life where the the, the strongest kid, the athlete, who might be a bully, hurls it at your face. You close your eyes and out of sheer <laughs> like uh, evolutionary defense, put up your hands and accidentally catch the ball. It's like that Pizza Hut commercial and, where the kid accidentally catches the fly ball and gets to go yes. to Pizza Hut afterwards. Yeah. And, and for a brief moment, the entire social structure of the school is in question. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. And it, then everybody's like, wait, no, you're, you, you still stick. Yeah, you're still a weakling and then you try you're to throw out the a ball. minute later. Uh, yeah. yeah, in hindsight, I think that's also, yeah, they were also out when you caught it for us as well. But it was more of a swing, because so it would go, we get to add someone and you are out. That's, so, I like similar, that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I guess we all played kind of similar versions, although plants had way more, like, implications, yeah, social sociological implications. Yeah, sociological implications, yes. <laughs> Versus ours was just like, yo, this is gym class and we don't want to, like, play. Better like, than riding hockey. around in those butt carts. Oh my god, Yeah. <laughs> Those were actually fun, but they were slow. Um, okay, so, I mean, <laughs> but yes, that is essentially the main way of playing dodgeball. Are there alternate ways? Oh, there are many alternate. Oh, boy, I'm there excited. There are many variations of dodgeball. Um, so let's go over a few of them. One of the biggest, one of the most popular versions of dodgeball that's actually bled into America is from Israel, and it's called Gaga. <gasps> oh, my God. Have you played it? I actually have. Oh, uh, wow. See, it's big. So if you guys have seen the movie Wet Hot American Summer, yes. I've essentially went to that summer camp as a small Jewish child. <laughs> uh, that's just how I was raised. And I didn't know it was from Israel. <laughs> But um, we course. definitely played Gaga. And do you mind if I try to describe the rules yes, as I remember them? I haven't played it in 15 years. So the balls are on the ground. And you were able to tap balls a number of times to, like, direct them before lining up and using your fist to essentially on the ground spike a ball at other people. And if you hit other people, they were out. But I think it was free roaming. I don't, rem- I don't think it was um, lined. I don't think it was divided in half. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically that. Uh, so you're on like either a hexagonal or octagonal court. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Octagonal? Sure. It sounds weird. Yeah. Um, so you're on like a, you know, a geometric court. There's just one ball. Oh, I don't remember there only In being the, one ball. the main version, there's just okay, one ball. Okay, interesting. Uh, and so someone grabs that ball. I guess someone has made the gaga e, and someone throws the, the gaga is what the ball is actually called, oh. into the air. And everyone says ga three times. Okay, no, none of that was <laughs> this in our the game. official sure, version. Okay. Um, mm. And then after that, everyone can go and slap the ball one time okay. to try and knock each other out. And yeah, there's no sides. It's sure. everyone for their own. Yeah. Um, and you have to keep it on the court. Like if it gets off the court, and the court's not that big. Yeah. So if you get if it gets off the court, you're like out also. Wow, brutal. Yeah. So like if you go off the court, you're out. And if you get hit, you're out. And there's no tag backs. You can't mm. come back in. 
Very strict borders from this Israeli game. Yes. (laughs) And it's considered like a nicer version because like, you know, you're just slapping it once at a time. I'm also confused because if you can't knock the ball off of the court, Mm -hmm. balls roll like you would have to. Yeah. how, How does the game ever end? Uh, so there's not that many people on the court because the court's not that big. But if you miss, it's going to go out. So you're not throwing it also. Right. But you're, you're, I, yeah. Yeah. You're okay. just, it's like low to the ground. And you're just sure. slapping it at yeah. people. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm not saying I'm an advocate for Gaga. Uh, the version I played was a lot of fun for what it's worth. <laughs> I think the oh, version you played sounds more fun, but everyone really likes this version. There's yeah, okay. even like a dedicated Gaga center here in New York. Wow. Really? Yeah. It's Amazing. called the Gaga center. Wow, people are gaga for it. <laughs> oh, God, plant. That was a terrible plant. That was awful plant. Um, so gaga is like probably the most popular version. Okay. This might be my favorite variation. It's not that different, but I love the name. So it's from Sweden, mm. which I often think of Sweden as like nice and everyone there is like so friendly and sure. everything's really expensive. And it's not just, Ikea, though. <laughs> not Ikea. And <laughs> there's just great meatballs. <laughs> but in Sweden, they're really into dodgeball. But they don't call it dodgeball. Okay. They call it killer ball. Amazing. Which I love. Perfect. So it's basically the same, but all the kids are called killers. So all the players are called killers. <laughs> sure. And wait, does killer mean something different? No. Like, do they act? Is it killer? But it means like blueberry. <laughs> no, it's killer. The English word killer. <gasps> oh, okay. Yep. They're all called killers, and the point of the game is to kill each other. Sure. That is the official mm. terminology for Swedish children. But the rules are essentially Going the back same to basics. normal. It's a little bit different yeah. in that it's kind of, it's one, all for one. So again, no teams. Okay. Um, and it's actually, it does change in a, another crucial way in that you get scores for how many kills you rank up. Sure. So it, it's like a little bit like a PUBG or something. Okay, yeah, like a team deathmatch. Like, yeah, or, like a I battle royale. Free-for-all, free-for-all deathmatch, yeah. yeah. And so you are trying to kill as many people as you can in a time limit. And if your killer is killed, literally, this is the official terminology. If your killer is killed, you can come back in even if you have been killed. Oh, nice. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. How does the killer get killed? So if your killer kills you and you're out, then someone else can kill them. Oh, I see. I see. Yes. That's a great mode. Why is that not in like every shooter? Yeah, that's because if, yeah. You, if if the killer can kill everybody, they win, even without the time limit. Right? Yeah, yeah. Kill that's or kill. Good, that's such a great idea. I yeah. like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, man. And I love the name. I just love the idea of all these blonde little kids okay. saying, "I killed you." For some reason, I don't love that idea. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're more of a Gaga man. Yeah, more of a Gaga man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this one makes me so dizzy just thinking about it. Mm. I feel like it's probably kind of obvious, but I also think it's super inane. It is trampoline dodgeball. Oh, that sounds dangerous. This is a popular version. Yeah. Does this have a higher body count than the original rock dodgeball? (laughs) Trampolines will destroy you. (laughs) Yeah, I really think that's like worse. So basically there's like a grid of trampolines. So you're in a room, tons of trampolines in there. And everyone is jumping from trampoline to trampoline, pelting balls at each other. So it's basically the same thing. You're just jumping on trampolines. So you have to like manage your balance on different trampolines and be jumping constantly while also throwing balls at each other. Uh, I was literally at uh, dinner with my mother about a week ago and she said, have you seen this Dr. Oz special? Apparently these trampoline rooms are really dangerous. 
And that's what she was talking about. So Dr. Oz apparently did a whole special on how dangerous it is to go to these trampoline rooms. Yeah, it's dangerous. Of course it is, because you can't have one giant safe trampoline. There's always edges. Yeah. And if you hit an edge, you're effed. Every kid I know who's ever owned a trampoline broke their arm. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, okay. Very, very dangerous version of dodgeball. (laughs) We we played the game where, did you do popcorn as a kid on trampolines? No. No. Popcorn is where one person jumped. Uh, and then the other, like everybody else, would hold their knees to their chest, and they'd be popcorn, and you'd knock them out by uh, making them pop, where they they literally can't hold on to their legs anymore sure. and pop. And then if you are hardcore, everybody who got popped then becomes another jumper. So like oh, the final no. two people, if you had like ten people on the trampoline, the final two would just be hanging on for dear life. But the problem is that you basically have no control of where you bounce. Yeah, and you have ten people's weight. So you could bounce people <laughs> off the trampoline with them holding their legs to just <laughs> land on their spine. What? It's terrible. We, we hurt so many of our friends doing it. It was a terrible game. Oh my god, that's awful. Super dangerous. Trampolines are terrible. Yeah, they're bad. Jesus. Okay, we're going to go to a much nicer version <laughs> of dodgeball now. So this is my other favorite other than killer ball, yeah. which I love. So this is a, a new one that I read about. I don't know how popular it is, but it's called Pokemon Dodgeball. Oh, boy. Which is like, loves Pokemon. <laughs> it's inspired by, like, the Pokemon Go craze. So it, like, popped up last summer when everyone got back into Pokemon. So basically, you just kind of start out. Everyone starts out as a human being. And then you get hit by <laughs> a ball. And when you get hit by a ball, you are now a Pokemon who's been caught by a Pokeball. Do you get to pick what Pokemon you are? I guess you could. But it doesn't really impact. It doesn't the game. really matter. Types what po- don't really matter. Sure. <laughs> Everyone's just uh-huh. Mewtwo, and then no one can lose. Um, so the person who hit you is now your trainer, and so then you guys are a team. You okay. are now on a like an alliance, um, and if you get hit, that means you faint. But the interesting thing is that if you faint, you're now a trainer. You get to uh, become that's a trainer. Complicated. <laughs> it's strangely complicated. That sounds like it would never end. Yeah. So basically, the point of the game is to catch all the other Pokemon. Yeah. Which, that's how it ends. So okay. you just hit everyone and you call them Pokemon. It is a little bit complicated, <laughs> but I think it you sounds know, very fun. It would be better if you once you hit somebody, they become your Pokemon. And then what that means is then they work on your team. Yeah. Yeah. And they defend you from other Yeah. So attacks. basically, you guys are a team. Yeah. But you're still also kind of playing uh, on your own. Uh, yeah. I'm more of a Gaga man. The Pokemon Go players are still working that one out, but it just goes to show like people are still coming up with like new, very niche, specific versions of Dodgeball. It lives on. It continues to live on and change. There are like freaking versions that are specific to like Connecticut public schools. Like the whole list of variations is just wild like that. Um, so moving on, there are also, you know, different records like people not only come up with their own versions of playing dodgeball they're sure. also like okay we are going to try and go for a record setting version okay of dodgeball. but but we all know uh, and if you don't know this i'm going to inform you that the guinness book of world records is a total book selling scam and they just make these dumb records that are like most left-handed hopscotch jumps in a single afternoon <laughs> well i will say i agree i love the guinness book of world records no offense guinness I do agree. It's marketing. Full events, Guinness. Yes. I do so not, not all of these are Guinness records. Okay. Not all of these are Guinness verified. Fair enough. 
So you all can make your own decisions. So the largest game, how many people do you think were in the largest game of dodgeball? Plant, go for it. Um, twelve hundred. I'm okay. gonna say five thousand. Okay, that's a lot closer. Yeah, yeah. So at UC Dang. Irvine, uh, University of California uh, at Irvine, yeah, they have a lot of free time. Uh, yep. <laughs> what they're very into, it's like a school I thing. They're very into setting the world record largest dodgeball game, just mm-hmm. repeatedly. Like they'll set a new record, and then they're like, okay, we got to be better next year. Yeah, at so, least it's a state school, so they're not really paying out the butt for that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where, we where do they do it? Did it, uh, did it say where? Like, there's not a lot of big open fields that I can think of at UC. Oh, no, I got mean, an expert. Yeah, I don't know. I guess in the gym, probably. I don't think it was outside. 5,000 people in a gym? Well, okay, so I didn't <laughs> tell you how many. It's more than 5,000. 6,084 people. So oh, even more my. unlikely for one gym. Yep. Yep. Mm, so there's, there's, there's this, like, uh, wildlife refuge there when you come in. It's huge. There's yeah. a whole bunch of, like, thorn and, like, briar patch type of stuff. Yeah. And I, I choose to believe that that's where it happened. Very dangerous. And they all come away from it very itchy. <laughs> Both the largest and deadliest game of dodgeball. <laughs> that's why they have to keep getting more players every year because they just keep losing people. So did someone win? Uh, so, yeah, someone won. Um, this was their third record. This was set on September 25th, 2012. This was the third time they set the record. Okay, so and they yeah, just keep doing won. it. Six, out of 6,000 people, someone won. I think once you take a stab at a record, that's it. You're done. They just keep doing it every <laughs> year. That's the last time they were able to beat their own record. Um, okay, so we have largest. What about the longest game? <gasps> Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can we go back to Fresh Jake's totally asinine comment once you set the record you stop what, what happens if you hit the home run record oh i'm sorry yeah, yeah. you should, you should retire runs. that's it because if you, you keep going and you, you set an even higher record then it's even more unlikely that someone else is going to beat that so you should just stop right there but you want to so see you your personal best should have stopped at 62 home runs with uh juicy mcjuice in the 90s <laughs> right <laughs> nailed him <laughs> got him McJuice. so good <laughs> Uh, there's also two juicy mcjuices so. <laughs> <laughs> okay we're gonna go to longest game how long is the longest game of dodgeball do we know how many people were in the longest game of dodgeball because yep have... how many 18 people Wait. but how long 18 did people. 18 people play were they oh, i should also ask were they trying or were they trying to break the record for longest game they were trying to set a record ross i'm okay, sorry so they could just like have a picnic on the Court. No, right? they were playing dodgeball the whole but time. But they could just be like, uh, I didn't hit anyone. Uh, did we win the record yet? Uh, not trying at all. Yeah. Whatever. Conflicting okay. priorities. I'm, I'm gonna six six days. I'm gonna say four days. Uh you're both wrong. Forty three hours. Oh, I, that's a breeze. Here's the thing, because they were we all playing it. Okay, so here's the thing. It was from seven PM on a Friday until yeah. three PM on a Sunday. They would earn, they had to earn their breaks. For what, every, breaks? Yeah. For every hour they played, yeah. they earned five minutes of a break. That is not a record. <laughs> I'm calling Guinness. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. So, on, like, not everyone was playing at all times. 20, that's, yeah, Like, okay. people would swap out. So everyone had <laughs> to be playing. That's not a game. And then if you were taking a break, someone else would swap in. No, I don't, I don't approve <laughs> that at all. And the first time they all got to take a break was at the 23rd hour. But here's the thing. This is why I'm okay with this. Yes, mm. I also have questions. One Wait. being, yes. They all took a break. At the 23rd hour. That, 
then surprise the game lasted 23 hours right (laughs) that's when the game was over (laughs) the reason i'm okay with them saying that they set a record is that they were doing it for charity no sorry which is nice well they didn't they clearly didn't do it for charity because if they're doing it for charity it would have been a secret and they would have raised their money and they would have donated it and that would have been it clearly they were doing it for the valor and I don't think they earned that valor. Yeah. Also, that's like, I, I'm a Rockefeller. Oh, yeah, I've earned all this money just to give some to charity. Don't mind me and my Rockefeller ways. Like, no. Yeah, seriously. I can't use charity as a scapegoat. I've seen Newsies. Yeah, exactly. I've never seen Newsies, actually. But, um, oh, okay. Oh, my God. So here's the thing. Also, this takes place. The reason, the other reason I like this is that I found out there's a, a town in New York called Half Moon. Which is one word. It took place in upstate small town, Half Moon, New York. Is that they related to that? That's a Zelda like the name. I like the name. It's, it's very quaint. It's a very quaint name. They don't have much else to do. Yeah. The citizens of Half Moon, the Half Mooners, love them. We're just like, you know what? We're it's gonna a try. Great name, man. And this is the only reason anyone knows about them. So I learned something, even if this is an easily disputable record. Um, okay, here's another one that I like: uh, the world's fastest arm is a contest held okay, so annually. Throwing, basically throwing a dodgeball as fast as they can. Yeah, so how fast do you think that this year's, or sorry, 2016's winner, how fast of a throw do you think? Well, how, uh, So the ball is like a standardized, like handheld dodgeball, yes. essentially, one of the soft ones. Okay. Yes. What is the average um, mile per hour? Yeah, so I'm going to get average mile per hour or actual mile per hour. Like they do it multiple times and then they average okay. it. Okay, yes. oh, interesting. Uh, I'm going to guess... Uh, 81 miles per hour. Okay. Well, no, way too high. <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense. Why? Because, like, uh, you figure, okay, I'm going to break down the math. A, a, like, killer pitcher, right? Is, like, one break. Yeah, that, that would be incredible. And that's a baseball. You figure a, a great college pitcher is, like, what? In, like, low 90s? Sure. With their fastball? Sure. With a baseball. And that assumes, like, that means, like, a good college pitcher must have been participating in this scam, yeah. which I'm going to assume not, okay? Plus, the ball is huge, and it's not that bare. It's going to be, it's going to slow down. Yeah. I'm going to put it at, like, 63, and I'm feeling generous with that. I'm going to have to say Russ is closer. Yeah. What? Yeah. So, who our good friend Brian Peacock... Of the Ohio State Dodgeball Syndicate. Good for him. Yeah. In 2016, oh. he won the contest with an average 73 mile per okay. hour throw. Okay, split the difference between us. Yeah, you were not that far off. Yeah. Wait, wait, what did, what did, oh, uh, yeah. Russ was close. Hell yeah. <laughs> you guys were very close. You were both close. Um, so yeah, this is an annual contest they have every year, and the Ohio State Dodgeball Syndicate actually like often wins. It's not always Brian, but like someone sure. from that. I syndicate. like that they're called the Syndicate. Yeah, <laughs> very so, grim. And yeah, intense. it's like a, a big college group of trained dodgeball professionals. Brian is very good. Yeah, <laughs> like that was his average. So you know, some of them were faster. Yeah. Um, okay, so in thirty seconds, what was the most hits? That someone sustained in a game of dodgeball. So this is how many times one person got yeah. hit with a dodgeball in 30 seconds. And his name is Chris Plant. <laughs> <laughs> but I caught the last one. Uh, I'm going to say, well, uh, I'm going to say 12. 12, okay. 
I, I'm going to say 23. Was the goal to hit him as many times in 30 seconds? It was oh. a very disturbing like record. Oh, that okay. People were I, thought about. It, oh. I thought it was like in a normal game. No, oh, that's it's going to be way higher than 12 then. Do okay. they have infinite I'm, balls? Like, do they have a rack of balls like they're doing the three point contest? I'm going to have to guess so based off this number. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, and how many people were throwing? That I don't have. Okay. But presumably a lot based off this number. I'm going to say in 30 seconds, 80. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say, I, I think I think Fresh is very close. I'm going to say 91. Oh my God, you guys. That How would someone survive that? <laughs> They're just dodgeballs. <laughs> Being at 91 times in 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh you can God. turtle. Like, you can just like roll up in a ball popcorn style. Jesus. Okay, well, in Springville, New York. New York is very into dodgeball. Yeah. Um, in Springville, New York, someone got hit 47 times okay. in 30 seconds, which I think is a okay. little more doable. Yeah. Because the kid did not die, <laughs> and this was a child. It's good aim. I yes. mean, it's hard to hit a person. Yeah. So. And I, I think it was like on a court. Yeah. Wow. Also, Great. I didn't know it was a child. I, th- there's there's fewer like space to hit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Less surface area. Yes. Less surface area. Um, okay. And then last record. This is my favorite record, which says a lot about me. How many people in a dodgeball game, how many people pelted the school mascot at one time? What is the number of people who all threw a dodgeball at one school Who is the mascot? mascot? It's very important. Um, so this is at Marshall High School in Illinois. Oh, okay. Uh, it was a lion. Mm. And there's a video. It's really funny. Uh, was it a male lion or a female lion? I believe he was a man. Okay, so we're talking big mane, so that's relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, how many people? I'm going to say 400 people. God! That's I'm... 400. All the hits made contact, Oh, oh, oh. to be clear. Okay. At once. At the same time, I'm going to say like 12 tops. Yeah, because you can't, again, we're talking about surface area. If every ball is touching the lion at the exact same time, (laughs) there's only so much space for the balls to hit. Okay, maybe I'm wrong on that point because 93 people (laughs) hit this lion. I was so close with my 91. When I thought it was a grown man, I would have been right. Can we just reiterate that? All these records are total BS. Like there is a video of the lion oh, getting hit. It's really what funny. What do I Google to watch that video? Most people to pelt a mascot at okay, once. Okay, I'll, I'll check that out. Like, this is the most specific of the records that I found. Adding that to the watch And list. there's a very good video of this lion being <laughs> 93 people just lined up to hit a poor dude in a lion suit at a high school. Presumably a high school kid. Poor guy. Um, so clearly there's actually a lot of reasons to love dodgeball. Sure. It's fun. It's fun. It's violent. It's violent. But that's the thing. A lot of people don't like dodgeball for that same reason. Oh, perhaps shocking. Um, so the thing is, this game is extremely violent. So, you know, as things, as it gained popularity, uh, people started to catch on. Okay. Yeah. This game, maybe not for kids, maybe not for kids so much. Uh, people decided, okay, it's time to Put an end to this dodgeball thing. So in 1986, reputable journal, Physical Education, Recreation, and Dance, which I think, you know, if you're going to have a journal, it just tells it like it is. You know exactly what you're getting I like the dance is slotted in there. Yes. Um, So there was an article which had a fantastic headline, Premeditated Murder. (gasps) Let's bump off Killer Ball. 
And this was the first widely recognized, widely read article about the dangers of dodgeball. So basically it warned against all contact sports with a focus on dodgeball. Um, where dodgeball's kids, not a contact sport. Well, in the sense, like, it's kids facing each other down, yeah. throwing things at each other. And a ball is contacting your head. Yeah, yeah I feel like contact sports are, like, literally physically running into people like hockey or football. The sport where contact is being made okay, with your sure. body. That's every sport. <laughs> Tennis. You could argue you're <laughs> making contact with a racket. Where the point is to throw something at another child's okay, sure. body. Like other games where it's like elimination based, but dodgeball being the main one. Uh, so this was like, oh, people read this and they're like, maybe my kids shouldn't be playing dodgeball. That sounds bad. Um, but still, you know, people kept playing it. But then again, this continues to happen. It's so. funny that they called the killer ball like the Swedish version. Yeah, I know. <laughs> My preferred name. Uh, so in 1992, there was a chair of a physical education department at some college. And he wrote <laughs> just some random college. and he, Not Harvard. <laughs> not Probably not Harvard. Uh, maybe St. Mary's College back in England. And he probably made a, a Hall of Shame list of seven games that he considered to be riddled with dishonor and ignominy. Okay, so we know that dodgeball's in there. Dodgeball topped the list. Do you, do you have the rest of the list? I don't have the rest of the list. Oh, we God. should look that up. I'm very curious. I will look up the rest of the list. Let me see if I can guess just off the top of my head. Yeah. I would say, um, I mean, like football and stuff like that. But like, uh, I don't know. I don't like kickball. Kickball's on there. I found it. Yeah. Okay, let me get the rest of the list. Wait, you want to guess Why another would one? Kickball be on there. That doesn't make sense. Because I don't it's think a it's a fun game. game. It you hurts. don't get a lot of satisfaction of kicking that ball. Oh, I guess because you throw the ball at people. So. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I would always miss the ball and fall on my face when trying to kick it. Yeah. Are there other mm, weird okay, sports Charlie or is Brown. it just like normal sports in there? On the Hall of Shame. So the, the few others I'm seeing are Red Rover, which, yeah, everyone got hurt. In is Red that the Rover. one with the, where you hold hands and you try to bust through? Yes. Oh, yeah. I like that one. That one yeah, was really is, fun. Is, yeah. I'm not going to say the name of the game because <clears throat> it's inappropriate. Uh-oh. But the game where the the rule is somebody gets a ball and then everybody else tackles them until they surrender the ball. And then the next person who gets the ball starts the entire thing all over again. Uh, okay. What? Do you not oh, know that game? Oh, is that Steal the Bacon? No. Uh, sure, maybe. It, it has a bad name, but the game the name of the game starts with a smear. I've never heard of that but game I've before. I've also never yeah. heard. You don't think okay. that might be like well, a it weirdly was a very common game specific? In, in yeah, it was City. a very rural Midwest game, okay. but basically, yeah, it, you had a ball, you threw it in a group of kids, and they pulverized each other until, like, the person, like, literally could not hold on to it. Man, I wonder what minority they were slandering in the in that Good game God, title. you'll tell us after this, I guess. <laughs> Um, okay, other games on the Hall of Shame were Duck, Duck, Goose. Which, what? Yeah. No, you have to run around in a circle. They're going to fall. Okay. And people oh. have to hit you. No, they don't hit you. No. Yeah, they're supposed to like, slap tag you. you. It's tag just a tag out. game. Oh, please. They're not going to tag you. They're going to slap you. Okay, sure. Um, tag is on there. And musical chairs. Tag. <laughs> musical chairs Okay, so I there. think this guy was just like kind of trolling everyone with this list. Uh, I think all of his points Musical are Musical chairs, for the record, I, I will agree, actually, is quite dangerous. Exactly. I mean, you're just, like, shoving people off chairs. Yes. Okay, They're fair all enough. dangerous. So, yeah, this list um, gained some 
uh, repute. Like people yeah. heard about it. And he wrote about dodgeball. The main objective is to inflict pain, harm, injury, and embarrassment on one's opponents yep. and have a good laugh doing it. And I think that's a very important part that we have not discussed. This is a really humiliating game. It really is. Yeah. But you know what it teaches you? Be better at games. This is true. This is true. I you know what I learned. Games. <laughs> Participation trophies. Am I well, right? This is where gamer <laughs> culture came from. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so that sort of became the main stance. Like, this game is painful and embarrassing. So a couple uh, organizations formed sort of around that to, you know, decry dodgeball and those other shameful games including the National Association for Sport and Physical Education standard. Okay. Their, and then, their main priority was decrying dodgeball? That was one of their main <laughs> priorities. And then also the concerned adults and students for physical education reform. That, oh, the student kids. was definitely, they just dragged someone that did not want to be there. <laughs> those are like the dweebs who have to uh, ruin everything for everyone. Ferg the nerd junior, yeah. bring it all back. Set up the PowerPoint slides. <laughs> <laughs> the one where like the teacher forgets that there's supposed to be a quiz today, and he's like, "Wasn't there a quiz today?" And everyone gets mad. Those Typical. kids. Thank you, Ferguson. So dodgeball actually can be very dangerous because this year a kid in Wisconsin, a high school student, actually got charged with a felony <gasps> for fracturing someone's face after set hitting him with multiple dodgeballs. Uh, okay, but here's the thing: so he threw multiple dodgeballs at this kid. The kid was very hurt but then he did also punch the kid in the face after he didn't have any more dodgeballs yeah, so that I'm might have done say it. that might have done the fracturing i don't know the dodgeballs would have done it <laughs> but that was the prelude to the fracture was there a, like a reason for it or was he just feeling a little it was aggressive? a very intense dodgeball game i mean that's a reason and this kid actually had like had misdemeanors before oh, so he had yeah. a record rough kid i don't know why they let this kid play dodgeball also high school who plays dodgeball in high school but whatever <laughs> uh and okay last last statistic for you guys how many people in the year 1999, we have statistics from that year, how many people do you think got hurt playing dodgeball? In 1999, <laughs> uh, across the country, right? Just yes, in the U.S.? Yes. I'm going to guess 6,000 people. Wow, okay. 4,300. 2,969. Okay. Not that many. Consider I, this. That I is. Mean, Eight, I mean, it's a lot for dodgeball. For I don't one want game. anyone getting hurt. But here's the thing. That's a number eight times less than the amount that got hurt in bowling while playing That's predictable. Bowling. bowling has a giant essential rock. And the number of people who got hurt playing golf is 16 times higher. Yeah, because the ball flies and hits people also, in the head. The, okay, well, but that's a huge link. And the average age. Yeah. The average age of Old. golfing and bowling That's is true. older, Old so they're more like, like their <laughs> arms just fall off at will. <laughs> this is like a statistic that people are using to prove that like dodgeball is not so bad. And you guys are like, no, actually, it's still pretty it's, bad. It's, it's bad, but. It's yeah, pretty obvious. I think that's a little ju they juke those stats pretty good. <laughs> you have to think about it in context. But my takeaway was that dodgeball maybe isn't as violent as people think, but maybe you guys have different takeaways here. And yeah, I know. I, I, I think that's probably true that it's not as like whatever 3,000 people in one year is not too bad I, I think I think the modern uh, family is concerned with anything closely resembling violence even though football apparently seems to be a-okay um, but dodgeball I'll allow it that's fine I'd let my kids play dodgeball my imaginary kids yeah I mean I don't know <laughs> the, the jury's still out you know that's kind of where I stand I I, I like the game i'm glad i played it as a kid i do think it like brought me incredible uh uh fear 
Um, and but, but uh, also lower sense of victory. Um, Highs and never, lows. Never. At no point did it bring me a sense of victory, but it did make me feel like part of something bigger than me. You know. There you go. It's like doing the twelve-step so, program. <laughs> uh huh. Sure. Well, thank you, Allegra. Yeah. It's very educational about the history of dodgeball. Um, terrifying and and some questions about those records, but otherwise very educational. Um, and thank you uh, at home for listening to the History of Fun, where we explore the hidden backstories behind the things you love to do. Farewell. Bye.